0: You're stone and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports.
1: Welcome fellow humans. You're listening to episode 51 of Talking Stone while getting sports. I'm Stone. This is Austin. How's it going, buddy? Let's get going. Was
0: that Morgan? I thought you were Morgan.
1: Well, I am also very, very stoned, so I just thought I would go with it. And yeah, how's it going?
0: Uh, yeah, not too bad. Um, it is pretty windy, and uh, so might be picking up on the audio. Just a heads up for listeners.
1: Um, As far as my Sorry to cut you off, but as far as my end goes, I can't hear anything right now, but I know how wind goes and comes, so we can get some gusts. We cannot yeah. get some gusts. We're not a you weather podcast. You know how it works. We're not going to turn into a weather podcast here, so um, besides that, what else is going on? What else is new?
0: Uh well, I just got back from a couple nights of camping. So that was really nice. Uh went for some swimming, made some hot dogs, burgers.
1: It's good. It's good time. So that's why you had to postpone it a day for recording. I get ya. Yes. No, it uh it sounds good. I was actually um busy once for once um myself kind of anyways. I had, I went out to Rose Town. Oh, there's a little bit of a little wind. I went to Rose Town and uh, visited my 101-year-old great-grandma, my grandpa who's in a wheelchair because he had a stroke, and then I visited my grandma, Lizette Harris, those places might mean nothing to people that are listening, but um, to Austin, that means a little something, and that was a good visit, and then Sunday, I so yesterday, because we were recording Monday, and I had where me, my sister, and her boyfriend went out to my mom's place, and we had pulled pork, and Caesar salad, and chocolate tarts with whipped cream. So that is delicious. And as of yesterday, Saskatchewan is now officially 100% opened up. Uh, some businesses still would want you to wear masks, but I went on a shopping spree yesterday without my mask. I went to Game Traders. I bought myself a Nintendo DS. With Pokemon Heart Gold and oh, Mario Kart. Beautiful. It wasn't even up for sale yet, and I was like, can I buy it? And two hundred and thirty dollars later, I walked out with those three items. <laughs> I went in there for a new controller and I walked out with that. So
2: that was my week.
1: Um Yeah, I I know I was rambling on a lot there, but I kind of had a little bit to get to for uh, some stuff of what I did over the weekend. Um, other than that, not too much, but we might as well get right to it. And, Austin, do you want to do some plugs? Yeah, uh, so if
0: you'll remember, uh, I messed up Twitter. And uh, you can reach us at PodStone1, uh, at FitzDFitzGerald, at Caption Morgan 2 but that's Morgan. I'm Fitzy Fitzgerald. Podstone1 is the main account. And then on Instagram, we're T-S-W-G-S Pod. Yeah.
1: I think that covers it all. Um, I was actually on, I don't know, I'm stone, like I mentioned. I don't know if Austin said Twitch. I was actually on Twitch a little bit this weekend as well. One random person popped up. Um, never said anything, but I I I don't know. I'm making it big now on Twitch, I guess, so, so that, that's going on. That's also Caption Morgan too. I, I was playing some Crash Man four. Not too bad game, a lot of fun. But something I quite enjoy is sports and the NHL playoffs, they're come, they came, they're gone, and yeah. Not really much to get to. Let's just move on to a different sport. So, basketball. Uh, we got, <laughs> no. Um. I mean, I might... Well, before we get too much into the actual recap itself, real quick, I know I had no chance of beating Austin. That's why I was sober last episode. If you... Listen to episode 50. Um, oh, backtrack a little bit. Next episode is 52, that's our one year mark. And I believe Austin can correct me if, if I'm wrong, he has something little planned. Yeah, um, where- I
0: uh, well. Like uh Morgan and I were talking about it and podcasts usually celebrate like round numbers like oh it's a hundred or oh blah blah blah, whatever. But we like the fifty two, we like the year mark and in honor of fifty two, um I'm going to whip up a little something, uh, a sort of list and uh I think it'll be it'll be good and that'll be on episode fifty two.
1: We'll have to try and come up with a Title for this segment, let's call it. I know it's going to be part of the ain't show part, but I think we should try and come up with something else. I know this is off air talk, but whatever. Um,
2: We're but back to, on
1: track, I'm very excited to see what Austin has planned for that because I really don't truly know myself, but what I truly do know is that I'm not the hockey insider. Austin is, and he absolutely destroyed me in our little friendly competition that we had. Um, yeah, so it wasn't very friendly. We, we both went with Canadians to win the Stanley Cup in seven games. Austin said four goals differential, and I said seven goal differential. Um, break it all down. Tampa Bay wins in five with the nine goal differential. So I actually out of all this managed to get one point nice. for the goals differential. So the final score, even though I already took my punishment last week was 17 to 10. So I made it double digits. Yes, you did. So- yes, You
0: did good for you. No, that's,
1: uh,
0: I appreciate that. But um-
1: yeah, and no, before, I uh, I'm not surprised. I am the insider. We know it, we'll be talking about uh, more Stanley Cup playoffs and hopefully CFL playoffs. So, speaking of playoffs, though, um, I might as well just pass Austin off to Austin because, yeah, what do you think? Not necessarily just this series of Tampa Bay and. Canadians but just the playoffs in general of course this series and just give me your recap what do you got
0: Um well of course it was a weird year because of uh, the Canadian division and uh I think there were definitely some upsets it was I think overall it was a really good playoffs um but I don't know, at the end, the Stanley Cup, it was...
1: Montreal was no match for Tampa Bay. No, they and, made it yeah. look interesting for, what was that, game four there. Yeah. So they wouldn't get swept, but... But
0: that was about it. It's, uh... They, they put their hearts into it, and they got all the way to the Stanley Cup, and good was... However, um, Cinderella stories don't always happen, and uh, it didn't this time. So, but I don't think they have anything to be disappointed about. Um, yeah. Overall, no. I think it was a good series. No, not series. Playoffs. Um, the Tampa Bay New York Islanders one was good.
1: Yeah, um, I honestly didn't really pay, because me being Canadian and stuff, I didn't really pay all that much attention to every single game and all the rest of the series. But it was a lot of fun um, watching the Canadian teams battle it out and Montreal first take down Toronto. That was exciting,
2: yeah. And then, and oh
1: yeah, Edmonton getting knocked out in in the first round by Winnipeg—that was exciting. Them getting swept—that was <laughs> that I didn't expect. I didn't expect Winnipeg to get swept. Like, there's a bunch of shocking things, a bunch of very exciting and interesting things. S- speaking of interesting. <laughs> There is also, um, you might—I don't even know if you can call it an inter- interview—but I think Austin knows where I'm going with this. But there is one particular press conference <laughs> that was that stands out more than any of the rest, and that is Kucherov. I think I said is uh, Kucherov. Kucherov, sorry, yes. Um, his shirtless interview, drinking Bud Light, um, off air. If you guys haven't seen this interview, then I strongly suggest that you do so because it's hilarious. He's putting back some delicious looking Bud Light. And it's kind of funny because off air, me and Austin were talking about, um, he will probably get a Bud Light deal, and turns out he did. But it's just interesting to see all these pros come out of the shells more when they don't have to necessarily be as pro light Oh, 100%. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, I also noticed during the boat parade, I think today, he was driving around and on the ski do with a, or sea do, sorry, not ski do, um, with a Stanley Cup and stuff in the same boat or same river that Buccaneers were doing their little parade in. Oh, very nice. Which I, actually brings me to my next question is I already kind of know the answer. It's more of a joke question, but since you had, Tampa Bay win last year the Stanley Cup, and then you also have Buccaneers, which is also Tampa Bay, win the Super Bowl, and now you had the Lightning win again. Um, Edmonton's always known for the city of champions. At what point does Tampa Bay start to take that over? Because <laughs> it's starting to get ridiculous. When was, it's been a long
0: time since Edmonton's been the place of winning.
1: Yeah, but they always try and hold on to that. And I was just when I was doing it with my notes, I was just thinking of it, and I just, yeah. I might have been under the, the influence of something when I was doing these notes. Who knows? But
2: all I'm kind of
1: getting at is Tampa Bay. They can stop winning at any point, really. Um, right. but I think I held Austin at bay for long enough for. A trade that happened um, I'm not even going to say anymore I'm trusting the awesome will be able to just take it over so way go sorry I was yawning
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh perfect time <laughs>
0: um, yeah so I I've been reading tweets about this for a couple days now and I can't believe it actually happened. Uh, Edmonton uh, has traded for 37 turning 38 year old Duncan Keith, and they have given up, I believe, a third or fourth round draft pick. And third round, uh, yeah. a young prospect by the name
1: of Caleb Jones, also defenseman. I mean, it's not surprising that they at least give up one defenseman. I know he's no. quite a bit younger, but... I think this is a terrible trade for Edmonton.
0: Mostly because Chicago did not retain any salary. Um Edmonton's taking on all of Duncan Keith's salary, and at his age, that's just... That's rough. I, I don't like the move for Edmonton at all. Um I get the character thing. I get whatever. He's won, this and that, but He he is past his prime and it's not it's it's been a few years of steady decline. I don't I'm so glad that the Canucks didn't trade for him. I'm so happy
1: that Edmonton got him, but Edmonton should not have got him. Um, like Austin said, he used to be really good. He was a two time Norris trophy winner. He's won the Stanley Cup three times. He's he was fantastic, uh, you know, 625 points and almost 12, just under 1200 games, but he's almost and, 40. Yeah, and like another thing you mentioned is they're not retaining any of the $5.5 5 million cap hit, not a of, penny, um, because he had a 13 year 72 million dollar contract and he still has two years left on the deal which is
0: insane so they're gonna have to pay him 10 million dollars over the next two years over 10 million
1: so I don't I do believe yes they do need to work on something for their defensemen but don't make it older guys (laughs) oh way older that too like you know, maybe there's quite a few defensemen. I'm sure that you could probably get your hands on that have won a cup or two, maybe not three. I'll give you that, but um, that but you know, that's still ten years older or younger. Sorry, and that's still going to be an age boost for the Edmonton Oilers because
0: they're a young team, so. I like my defense under at least thirty-five.
1: Yeah, I, I get where they're going at, you know, get a little bit of, you know, playoff experience and this and that. And but also kind of in my mind, he's more of a offensive defenseman than a now he's more of a defensive defenseman, but um he's put up some decent points as far as defensemen go. So I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely with you on this one, buddy. I think this is kind of a trade that does not make much sense to me whatsoever. No. Um, oh, it makes sense for
0: Chicago because they're getting a young prospect defenseman, a draft pick, and they're getting cap space.
1: Yeah. Because so. that Caleb – Guy, he definitely is not costing Chicago now very much money. So, I believe I think he's on a league mid contract, so under a million. And
0: yeah, I guess Ken Holland really wanted
1: Duncan Keith. Something, I guess. Um, I, I do know this on a personal side, as far as Duncan Keith, this is also a huge trade for him because. His son and stuff is out in Western yes. Canada, so that's true. That I kind of get that. You know, he's this is probably his last contract. I can't see him signing, re-signing with Edmonton or or anyone else. So,
0: well, and I'm just I'm so I'm I'm glad for him that he got to Canada,
1: East Western Canada, but I'm also glad it wasn't Vancouver. Yeah, I'm. Candido, well, I'm fine if he was with Vancouver. Um, I don't want him with uh Calgary though, not not a chance. Um, for one, Calgary's trying to get younger than their defenseman, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, I don't think
0: uh Duncan Keith helps you get younger.
1: No, definitely not. And if he
0: does, you're way too old,
1: but just watch, he'll prove us wrong, and he'll have a... He'll turn back to his younger self. Like, I didn't... Well, he's didn't he's passing to Conor McDavid. What's that?
0: Well, if he's passing to Conor McDavid.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Do you put it on the same line as, like, Denell and Nurse, or what? Yeah, I, I don't know. But we might as well move on something that um, I don't know if you looked at this article at all, but I'm sure actually, well, I'm not going to speak for you. I'm just going to go ahead. (laughs) Um, So this one reporter that writes on for the, the hockey writers.com suggests that there should be some, Overtime changes as far as the rules go. So there's three that he wants changed is no offsides, a shot clock, and no over and back. So as far as the shot clock goes, he's asking for a 40 seconds shot clock. Once the team takes possession, if you don't take a shot on net, then you have to dump the puck behind net and then clear the zone. As far as the no over and back, basically once you cross center ice with the puck, you are not allowed to go back. I'm not sure. Maybe you can after you give up possession, I guess. Uh, When I was looking at articles, this just kind of caught me off guard, so I basically just want to hear your thought, buddy. So I understand
0: why, um, because three on three overtime, especially, is it's uh, it's very possession based. So teams will just skate around with it for like minutes, like it's ridiculous. um, And at first, it was very exciting, and we kind of lost that. So I think they're trying to recapture that. Um, If it helps, that's great. Uh, I hope it does. but, yeah, more rules in the
1: NHL. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of on the side of things where, well, I kind of get the no over and back. But the shot clock, as far as in the NHL goes, like, you and I both know, like, that guy, the scorekeeper, his finger's going to be tired because you can take three or four shots on – net and you can change possession and you have to start the shot clock again and then like it's touching people's skates and stuff constantly. So what you know what counts as taking possession is one and you know yeah there's a bunch more I guess that would probably have to go into it. I kind of don't mind the uh no over and back, you know, once you cross center ice You can't just skid all the way back and pass back to your goalie and all that crap. That definitely does slow things down. Um, No offside, no offsides. I say keep the offsides there. That's just part of hockey. See, See, I don't like offsides. What's that?
0: I don't like the part of hockey argument, you know? Um, with offsides because you know what used to be part of hockey, the two line pass that used to be Ill- illegal shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, there's lots of rules that have changed. So I don't know if that's
1: a good argument. That's fair. Um, I just, regardless if it's hockey or not, I just like the fact that you can't just, I just feel like that would have a lot of people cherry-picking just waiting yeah but if doors. somebody's cherry-picking then the defenseman will go there you know play like players will adapt to it and i think that could just slow things down again because then you just then no one's going that player that's let's say offside even if the rule wasn't applied that player that is offside and they he's not going to get the puck now cuz you have a defenseman and then now you're just playing what 2 on 2 hockey basically i don't know um uh, it's all theoretical but um exactly it's as interesting far as now, it, it's interesting yeah, it's will create i'm sure talk more than just between you and me i'm sure we're not going to be the only people that talk about this and Yeah, it's something to think about. Um, Maybe some things need tweaking. Uh, I do agree, though, that the 3-3 and was very exciting to begin with, and it's really slowed down. I do feel like we've been getting, in rigorous season, a lot more shootouts than... um, so just simply winning in overtime. Yeah, and it was kind of put into place to lower the amount of shootouts. So we kind of did kind of full one eighty here, but I need to take a drink of water so I can speak. Um. So I got other news
0: in hockey, and I don't know if Ooh. it's on the agenda, but I'm going to get to it because I'm really interested in it, and I want to hear your opinion on it. Go ahead. So the Ottawa Senators. Have hired somebody. Ooh, they didn't hire me, so it's not that no, important. they sure didn't. But I bet you this name's gonna sound familiar. Is it you? It is not me, although it should be because I'm an insider anyway. Um <laughs> no, uh Pierre Maguire.
1: Oh um, for some reason I feel like I well, I do know who he is. Yes. So he was on NBC for years on the hockey broadcasts. That's why his name's fresh in my brain because I saw a tweet or something saying the best part about uh, the hockey season being over is that you don't have to hear him or something. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people
0: do not like him. Um, And because I'm not a fan of the Ottawa Senators, I think it's very entertaining. Uh, I can't remember the exact role. I believe he's an advisor to the general manager, who is also named Pierre, which I think is hilarious. Those <laughs> so Pierre Dorian and Pierre McGuire. Um, I don't know who gets to uh, gets to keep the Pierre, but should be interesting. Um, yeah, that's it's a the weird one... thing. He he was a coach way back in the day. He coached the Hartford Whalers for a season and a half, I think. And he's (laughs) widely regarded as one of the worst coaches.
1: (laughs) So, well, from what I know of Pierre, is that he quite well. I guess I can't just say him the first name now, Um, McGuire or whatever. He quite like he enjoys advising and saying (laughs) what. What his oh, yeah. thought is, so...
0: He has a um, lot of information in his head, so we'll see if his Edison advisor is better than him as a coach.
1: And, I mean, we really don't, won't have to hear him now, so that's an extra bonus. For
2: that's true. That
1: tweet. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So, wow. Well, some breaking news. I definitely did not have that on the agenda, but... Uh, you're, you're welcome. You're, you're, yeah, you're kind of asking for my thought of it, and I'm kind of impartial. I, I kind of you know depending what his exact role is, like because saying someone's advisor is kind of can be very vague. Yes. Um Like who is he? Necessarily advising? Is he advising the other Pierre? Is he advising another advisor? That advisor? That advisor? And you just have advisors, advisors, and so many advisors. But you what I'm saying that word. <laughs> what what I do know for sure that's going on is I just thought since we're in the off season, um, to just go through the key dates that we. Basically, I have in July because before we know it, end of October, starting se- beginning of September, that type of time frame, we're going to be talking more hockey. Um, I guess I got my months reversed, but whatever. Um, I don't know how my months working anymore, guys. Okay, let me be. I'm a grown man. <laughs> Um, oh, I have Pierre Maguire's official title. Oh, hit me.
0: Uh, Pierre Maguire is the Senior Vice President of Player Development.
1: Hmm. So, he's not a visor then. All right. Um, that didn't, that kind of cleared things up a little bit for me. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on from this Maguire guy and talk about some dates because that's more exciting um, so in the month of July is very busy and so I just thought I'd basically just list off these dates and if Austin wants to stop on any of them that like, catches interest for whatever reason maybe he likes that date I don't know. Um, Hold on a second. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Okay, I think it stopped recording, but somehow we're still talking to each
1: other. Well, it says recording connection on my side. Oh, okay. Well, we keep going. (laughs) Um... Or do we stop and start it again? Maybe
0: stop and start it again? Okay. But mine, it says the audio is still processing, but you can find it when it's finished.
1: So <laughs> let's let's stop it and find it again. And this is going to say in the episode. This is great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was fine. Have we met a stone? Uh, yeah I'm loving it. you.
0: Hey, who's your super early Stanley Cup pick? Wow. Seattle's inaugural season, they're going to win the. Okay. Um, I'm going Carolina. <laughs> Uh, none that I can think of right now.
2: be nope. honest I was aware I was aware Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's definitely a hollow victory, right? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got 40 points, but we're still down.
2: Yeah, also got nothing. You got this, buddy. (laughs) oh yeah
0: it is (laughs) I think he might have a hard time with that agents like getting paid I said, agents like getting paid. Uh, I got nothing on (laughs) (laughs) b-ball. You're killing it, buddy. You got this. (laughs)
2: 25 year old Damn. Not bad.
0: Um, I do have something in baseball, but I'm not exactly sure if that makes any sense. Uh, so there's a player, Shohei, I believe, Shohei Otani. Uh, he's Japanese. He is uh, absolutely fantastic. I believe he's both a pitcher and a hitter. Um, And I think he just set a record for most home runs before the All-Star break or something like that. Or more, like, dude is insane. It's just, it's really cool to see.
2: i <laughs> <laughs> Look at me go.
0: Um, I honestly, in any sport, I'm not. I'm always more a fan of the skills things. So the home run derby is my favorite. And who doesn't love to see home runs, you know? Who doesn't love to see the best of the best in the league take big old swings and fucking crank them? Like, it's great. I love
2: it. And Like, what are the odds? that's insane i guess yeah cheers is
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, when you put it that way, right? With how long it's been since they played, uh, even just a warm up can be a little too much, and uh, it's you expect some injuries, but chances of that many of the same type injury happening, it's crazy and so fast, but um, it's beauty. I will say it's the beauty of a big roster in the in football because a few injuries hurts, but there's lots of guys,
2: right. Just a shot at
0: Ottawa. I see how it is. Okay. Hey, Ottawa Red Blacks fans, if you have a problem with what he's saying, let us know. Uh, tweet at uh, Caption Morgan 2. Let them know exactly how you feel.
2: different. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'll try. Interesting. Yeah. So that's interesting. <laughs> I do not see that happening. Yeah. No, I think we've, uh, I think we done a good job. Yeah, I did. Uh uh-huh. Ha, ha, ha. Bye. yeah You really really did Park no Oh yeah
0: you <laughs>